Okay. Okay. Here we go. Excuse Hi. the lawnmower. Sheesh. I, I, I can hear it, but if you can't, I'm glad. I may still mention it just because. I can't hear it. Okay. That's good. I heard whatever that was. That is the hubby's phone ringing, so we'll just... We'll just take a little breather for a sec. Hi, and thanks for checking out Exit 118. I'm not Darlene. And I'm Emily. Welcome back to our podcast where we love to chat about pop culture and all things New River Valley, Blacksburg, Christiansburg, and Hokies. Of course. And today we're going to talk a little bit about distractions. Uh, I don't know about you, Emily, but I've realized that perhaps I need them these days. I think you're right. I mean, we are lucky and we're not going to gloss over that, that we've had a lot of work to do throughout. Um, We have job security and that's amazing, but Shoo, I don't know. Maybe it means we needed the distractions more. So what's interesting to me is that social media used to serve as a distraction when it first became like the big thing, the prominent thing. These days, it's almost like it's the thing to stay away from, to keep you sane. And we need things to divert our attention elsewhere. Oh, I I completely agree with the social media thing. If I want to have a little bit of a phone distraction, um, I live for Instagram. Um, but I stay away from Twitter and Facebook as much as possible, which is really funny. If you go back to our podcast that we did on um, social media, I would say I definitely have reconsidered a lot of, a lot of that um, yes. because I do just mostly um, live in the happiness world um, that is Instagram. And I block people however and whenever I want. So it's been wonderful. What have you been up to these days that have been keeping you distracted and diverted? I don't know. I think (laughs) I've been doing a lot of the things that other folks have been doing. Um, I don't know if you noticed a lot of folks baking. Mm, My belly has noticed that I've done that a little more. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Back in April, it was like there was a shortage. You couldn't find yeast and flour and things like that because a lot of people were trying their hands at bread baking And I definitely, um, we have a bread machine and I use it all year round, but I've definitely probably used it a little more. And we were able to find specialty bread flour and yeast at our daily bread. They got it in bulk and we're selling it. I think they're still doing it, but so yeah, baking has definitely been one of mine. How about you? I've actually been trying to pull myself away from things that are more electronic just because I am doing that all day long and I'm on the computer all day long, and I don't really leave the house all that much. And so one thing that my husband and I have started to do, which for both of us, it kind of makes our head just go, I thought we would have done this. We've started to put together jigsaw puzzles, and we actually haven't done this for 10 to 15 years. So all of a sudden, here we are putting together puzzles, because you know, you don't have to use a computer for that. And depending on which ones you buy, they're relatively inexpensive and it'll take you a little bit of time to get those done. I've almost become a jigsaw puzzle connoisseur. <laughs> that sounds so oh. dorky. Because I I did this trade-off with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. She she showed me a bunch of pictures of the different ones she had. And I picked one that had, that had pizza on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of pizza, like different. Mm-hmm. And that was a mistake. I hated it. Didn't even finish it because every piece looks like a piece of melted cheese. And it was ext- 
extremely frustrating. Of course, a jigsaw puzzle should not be frustrating in that way. But because of that, I figured out, we, we have purchased a few more. We've kind of figured out what the, the overall challenge level is that we want. We don't want the pizza challenge level because that was just awful. And then also the pieces matter, like as far as size goes, not mm-hmm. necessarily shape because some of them can be really fun shaped. And then also the size of the box matters. So we're, we're a puzzle family. We do puzzles um, all the time. We typically save them for when we're on vacation because just like you said, we're trying to be away from all of our devices. So we actually realized this year when we tried to take some time away that we had a couple of puzzles we had never even opened before oh. since we only do them on vacation. Unfortunately, they are like... I don't know how they fit into your uh, parameters. My rankings. They're very very small pieces. Um, It's a thousand piece puzzle. And then two of them are mosaic puzzles. So they're actually little pictures of other things that make the bigger picture. We're We're working through that one. We did a really fun Marvel one that I can let you borrow. That's got all the pop figures on it. You know, the pop characters. And we recently had someone give us one. It's funny you said that about the pizza. That is penguins. And, oh my gosh. And the whole thing is the same type of penguin. And so it's, the coloration is all the same. And, <laughs> and when my husband told his friend that we had been doing puzzles, he said, here, take this one because it's hard and we hate it and we're never going to use it. So I don't know if we'll get around to it. That's not exactly, um, you know, a strong recommendation, but that's a great endorsement. <laughs> we're trying to get to a place. I don't know. Do you guys have like a designated puzzle place in your house? We're trying to set one of those up, maybe at the dining room table or maybe on a coffee table. We haven't decided. We do now, now that we're like, oh, this is a good, good thing for us to do. And so we have a card table set up in the corner of a, of a room and we'll take a couple of hours. I, I think I have a higher tolerance for how long I sit there versus like how long my husband will sit there. Cause we started a new one last night. It's actually called dogs with jobs. And it's hilarious. Um, the, we, we tend to like, or at least we, we think ones that are more cartoon and, and drawn as opposed to a photograph. Someone's mad over there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so we tend to like the ones that are more cartoonish and drawn. And um, this one is called Dogs with Jobs. And it's just really cute and fun. And we worked on just the edge last night because there, oh boy, there's a lot of light blue background in this puzzle. And so, might have made a mistake with that. We'll see. We um we have one of the mosaic ones out right now, and we just d- decided to like take it out, lay it out, see how much space it would take. We saw a few edge pieces, and we grouped them all together. But we we actually set it up on a glass table, and I don't recommend that because you need the contrast. So um, the podcast intern may be putting some white paper under the glass table so that we can get the contrast. I don't know. I'll, I'll keep you posted. How many, how many pieces are we going with these days? Um, most of ours are a thousand pieces. I prefer a 500. I like it to be kind of a chill puzzle experience. What about you? All the ones that we've done so far are 500. I cannot, I don't think I'd like a thousand. I feel like that that would be 
too much to sort through and too maybe too small because like how big would a th- 1000 piece puzzle be Smaller the pieces piece. are usually like inch by inch kind of size and then you have a thousand pieces and so how big of a table that maybe that's why you use your dining room table because it needs yeah. to be gigantic yeah. I can't commit to that I just can't do it have any of your puzzles had an insert inside of them with like a fold out of it? Yeah. So what a modern invention that is. You don't have to just look at the box. Yeah. We've had, um, the first one that we got was called Professor Astro Cat something puzzle. <laughs> of course. I didn't, I didn't know that Professor Astro Cat was like a series of children's books. I just thought mm. it looked really funny because it was these cartoon cats dressed up in astronaut outfits. And it turned out we were really, really spoiled with that one because the pieces were really great. Like they fit together so well. You could move a cluster of pieces all at once without the whole thing falling apart. And then after I borrowed a few, I was like, oh, they're all a little bit different. Okay, so here's another thing on my checklist to look for if we in fact choose to do more of these. We were spoiled by that first one and it had a poster Mm-hmm. much bigger than the cover of the box, which was really handy. And then the, the two of the new ones that I have, I haven't opened the third one yet, but two of the new ones that I got do have a little insert. By the way, I should mention, um, shout out to Imaginations, the toy store in Blacksburg. Mm-hmm. That's where I got the Professor Astro Cap puzzle. Uh, they're amazing. Actually, you know, they have, I get a lot of Christmas presents here. They have a lot of good games too for mm-hmm. all ages. And I think games are a fun universal gift. Like if you need a quick present swap kind of Christmas time, gender, you know, neutral, I think games are fun. And I took one to our department uh, Christmas party a couple years ago and they fought over it. And, um, <laughs> and she still tells me how much they love playing that game every year. So yeah. What was games. it? Do you remember? I, I don't remember, <laughs> but um you know, she still works in the office. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a message and let you know what it was. Okay. But yeah. they all, I love them. Oh, and shout out to um, another place that's carrying puzzles right now is uh, Sweet Magnolia. They've got some of like the New Yorker, which is like the drawn style, and then some photo ones. Notice that they've been advertising this. Yeah, I didn't think I would get into it, but, and I keep telling my husband, I'm like, just because you see me with all these puzzles, I, I haven't become a puzzle person, so don't, don't start putting this on your Christmas list for me. <laughs> I, I don't want a closet full of 12, you know. Just before everything shut down, I had really started getting into, um, you know, I went to the gym regularly, but I just started taking a spin class, kind of Mm. dabbling into that. And I really liked it and started missing it after, you know, the gym closed and everything. So um, for my birthday this year, I bought myself a spin bike. And actually it was great timing because for a while they were kind of sold out everywhere and you couldn't find them. Um, But I bought that and then, then I... Now I'm a paid subscriber, but before um, Peloton, the app was doing a 90 days free trial. Mm -hmm. And so I jumped right on that and loved it. And I can tell you it's totally worth the $12 I pay, $12.99 actually, so $13 um, to to get the app. It's probably the only paid app I have, but um, you can get rides and workouts and 
clearly we're not sponsored by Peloton, but, um, but we could be, <laughs> but we could be, we're, we're available. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's been fun because then I started it for all the cycling instruction. I mean, they have like how to's and how to get the most out of your ride and all that sort of thing. They have tons of different instructors, but they also have like stretching, yoga, meditation. They have a running one that's just audio and you can take it with you when you go on runs. And um, really, I probably never would have, you know, kind of made that transition if um, I was still going to the gym every day, but I do really like it. And I'll probably jump downstairs for 45 minutes or so after we finish this and just go do a ride. Is it like the commercial where the person actually speaks to you? Like, I don't know what that means when they're, when they're doing that. Like, I don't know why, how or why that happens, but is it like that? Well, yeah. I mean, the, you see the instructor, okay. um, I, use my, I use my iPad and you see the instructor and they tell you, you know, what to do and whether to turn your tension up or down or how fast you should be pedaling. Um, I, this is a good place where I should note that I have the app, but I do not have a Peloton bike. Um, I saved myself about $2,000 <clears> by um, not, not doing that. Um, who knows, maybe one day in my cycling future, I, I do get a Peloton bike. Uh, I think they're wonderful. But for me, since I had just started, I felt like it was too big of a jump. So, um, if you have the actual Peloton bike, then there's a leaderboard and you do get interactions. Um, when I watch on my iPad, she's, they're not interacting with me. Um, but I'm fine with that. We've done some outdoorsy things. I, I will, tell you that I did consider hopping on a Rome bike, but then I was like, you haven't ridden a bike in a really long time and you have a bad knee. What if you start oh. going down the Huckleberry and then you can't make it back home? That would be a major bummer. And so I really wanted to do it because I wanted to try something different. And I know <laughs> that at least when I used to ride my bike on the Huckleberry that I really enjoyed that. Um, but like I said, bad knee kind of, you know, can be painful sometimes depending on how things are lined up. Sure. My hip and knee. So I did want to try that. I had good intentions. I may go back to that idea. Um, we do have a stationary bike at home, so I'm kind of testing the waters there to, to make sure I can, you know, do a 30 minute type of thing without feeling any pain. Well, and a good tip on that is if you want to use our local bike share, the Rome bikes, um, you could just go over on campus, click a bike out, and then you wouldn't even have to take it back to that same place. You could leave it at another station and then, you know, walk back if your knee was bothering you. So, Oh yeah. That might be a good, yeah, that might be a good way to try that. Yeah, that's a good idea because right now my the closest options to me are closer to the Christiansburg end of the Huckleberry Trail. Mm-hmm. That would be which right now is the rec center and the trailhead behind the mall. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that would that's that's a little bit of a haul if you're in pain. I would guess. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's one thing that I've I, it's it's rattling around in my head. I haven't actually committed to, but we've also gone. Um, and this is a great way for social distancing. We've mm-hmm. gone to the lake and we've rented paddle boards from mountain hmm. to island over mm-hmm. at Slater. Yeah. And we've paddled around. And of course, you stay your six feet apart. You don't really have to worry about that, but you're close enough to each other where you can still chat and make fun of those who are in a kayak together. Not that that was in my 
yeah, it was. It's funny. Um, are like, you oh, okay in your kayak? It's a double kayak. It was it was humorous, but anyway. So we we've done are that. You, um, are you renting the ones at because they have two locations now? They're renting them at the state park and then down by the marina. Have you done both, or do you have we, a, a, one you like better? We've only done the um, the state park one. We had only recently heard that there is a secondary location that you could go to. We may try that down the road at some point, but so far we've, we've just stuck with the lake. Also, I only know about that because a friend was telling me that he had paddled there and he called to do the rental, but showed up at the state park, but he had actually rented them at, at, down at the marina, down at uh, Rockin. But he also told me because um, I don't, I've, I've never stand up paddled in the lake there. Um, uh-huh. I've done it a little bit where we used to live, but I have a kayak. And so we were talking about places that we like to paddle in the kayak. And he told me about, oh gosh, I'm going to totally butcher this. Gatewood Reservoir. Have you gone there? I feel you- like I've heard of something like that. I can't remember yes. what it's exactly called, but it's, it's in Pulaski and it's, it's a reservoir. So no motorized vehicles. They have a campground but they had, and you can rent things there too. I think it's also Mountain Island if I, if I remember right. Huh. I think the, the guy who told me about it, he lives here in town and he said it was about 40 miles from him. So probably just a little shorter than that for you. And did, did he like it? Cause it was more serene because there is no motorized anything. <laughs> he loved it. He had some amazing pictures where the water was just like a mirror. It was like glass. Oh, wow. And so he had done some really amazing photography where the mountains and trees were just a complete, you know, um, re- reflection. Yeah. And I like the more serene because I hate being on my kayak and constantly having to deal with the wake of mm-hmm. boats going by. So that's why I was sort of interested in it. And I probably would have gone this weekend, but my husband had to work. So maybe next weekend. So maybe I can give you an update. And it's just right next door in Pulaski County. So who knew? That's pretty cool. What other things have you been up to? Uh, Well, I think we've definitely watched a lot of um, movies and um, TV just because even though it's still a screen it we do it as a family so it's not as individualized i know that like right after um we started seeing some of the news headlines and um hearing more about just everything that was going on in the world we use that as an opportunity you know we have a, a teenager so we use that as an opportunity to sort of dive into Netflix and look at some of the documentaries and movies that were specifically about racial issues that we probably would never have picked before, Mm -hmm. but we thought, Hey, this is a great time to learn together as a family. And, um, so we definitely did some of that. The ones that I can, that kind of stuck out for me were the Fruitvale station. I think that's what that one was called. Just Mercy. Both had Michael B. Jordan back to back nights. That's why oh, I, I get them. Yes. I get them reversed in my head. But um, I enjoy him. I He's do too. So great. He's in one of the Fantastic Four movies. We were I was on my um, Disney Plus last night because of course you know I was watching things related to Hamilton because I can't help that either. But and I was like, He's in this Fantastic Four movie? How did I not know that? But I do love him as an actor. 
Mm-hmm. I remember when he was much younger and he was on Friday Night Lights. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So ever well, since then, we have, yeah. yeah, we've really been watching him. And we we also watched Just Mercy. And okay. it was kind of uh, interesting because we were, we were taking a walk in downtown Blacksburg and we passed by the Lyric and the poster was still up. But it mm-hmm. had like a, we are closed, you know, kind of a thing over it. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, Just Mercy. Yeah, I wanted to see that. And then a little bit later, it was offered on, um, I don't remember what, we, we have DirecTV and I can't remember which channel it was on, but we had recorded it and it was, oh, it was so good. Wow. I just, I was just like, oh my gosh, this movie. And I'm just bawling my eyes out. And this, <laughs> just the whole thing was just so excellent. Jamie Foxx was great. And the story was crazy, but not so crazy that you couldn't believe it. And so we watched that. We finally watched that movie called Loving. We had wanted to see that for a while, too. I've always wanted to see that because it's based on a Virginia family. Yeah, it is. And so we watched that. I can't remember in the sequence of things, but that was one that I had Mm -hmm. wanted to watch when it first came out. But I'll tell you, I'm not a go-to-the-movie-theater kind of gal. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot more bang for our buck when on some of the um, movie channels that we might mm-hmm. get. And then we also watched, which we I wasn't really sure if I would like it because it was, this sounds terrible, but because it was Oscar nominated, mm-hmm. a lot of the times when it's an Oscar nominated movie, it just goes phew, right over our heads. And I'm like, this is not, this is just not good. But it was very good. Black Klansman. Have you seen that? I haven't. It's 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 a Spike Lee movie, mm-hmm. and the premise of it seems like it would be super duper serious and just like you know, boy, this mm-hmm. topic. But in the end, when you watch it, it's actually really funny. It's a pretty funny movie. It's eye opening for sure, but it's also very. Uh, it's got those f- just really funny moments in it where you're just like, what in the world? Last year when it was at the Lyric, my son asked if he could go and see it. And I, I felt like, I was like, I don't think I know enough about this to give this a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I was like, how about dad and mom watch it first and then we can tell you. And it was on our list, but we, we haven't watched it. So I'll consider that to be a recommendation. We'll throw it back on yes. it There's some language, of course. So watch out for that. But turns out when you have a high schooler, they've usually heard most of it. So (laughs) they think we'll be okay. Oh, man. Might have even heard some of it from their parents. Who knows? Oh, potty mouth. Do you have have a swear jar? We did. Um, We had one for like December, November, December, January, February. We don't have it anymore. It was actually, weirdly enough, a slinky because, you know, a slinky has like a, and that was what was nearby when um, we didn't institute it. Our son instituted it. So, yeah. And we just cut all the money that went into it. There was different um, fees for different words. Um, And uh, all the money that went into it uh, got donated. So it actually... Um, was an interesting exercise and he pretty much came up with it. So I don't know what that says for us as parents, whether we're winning or losing, but <laughs> I think it says you've got a really funny, clever kid. We do. We yeah. do. We haven't messed him up too bad. I was going to ask you if you guys have been watching any good TV because we've definitely 
dabbled into TV more than we usually do too. We have been watching a lot of TV and some, some shows more regularly than others. We've started to really get into the, I think it's ABC game show revival type of shows. Do you, okay. know, do you know what I'm talking about? Like they have mm-hmm. to tell the truth mm-hmm. and match game. And what's the one with the no whammies? What's it called? No whammies. Press your luck. The husband just whispered to me. Mm. Um, I myself love to tell the, this sounds weird how I'm about to say, love to tell the truth, the show, mm-hmm. to tell the truth. Is that the one with the Alec Baldwin? That one is Match Game. So okay. this one is Match Anthony game. Anderson, and he has a oh uh, yes, a yes. set of four comedians, mm-hmm. usually comedians, that are the panelists who try to guess who's the real person who's telling the truth, and mm-hmm. his mama, Anthony yes. Anderson's mama. She's just nuts. Mama Doris, she's insane. She she just makes me laugh so much. And um, <laughs> yeah. So we've been watching that quite a bit. And the funny thing to me is. I know who the people are because I've seen them in news type of stories. Like I'll pick, oh. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I know who this one is. And oh wow. Yeah. And it, cause they're supposed to be fairly obscure, right? Mm-hmm. The people that you have on there. But I think there's been four people on there so far that I've been like, I know who it is already. You must uh, read obscure news stories. I think I might. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's a really, I really enjoy that show because it's super duper funny and I love to try to figure it out myself when I don't know who it is. We, we actually watched that some last year. Um, and I would say out of all the ones that you listed, that's probably the only one that we watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I've caught a little bit of the one, the match game one, the one you said with Alec Baldwin, that, that one can be kind of funny, but my favorite, if we're watching any sort of game show, I love Family Feud with Steve Harvey. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, we I, watch Family Feud too. <laughs> I love Steve Harvey. He cracks me up. When people give one of those like off the wall answers and he makes those faces at him, I just, it kills me. Are you up, do you record these by chance or do you just catch them when they no. No, I just catch them if they happen to be on. Okay, so here's a really wild thing that happened on one of the more recent ones, and I'm not going to completely give it away in case you see it online or something, but um, they had uh, rising NFL football stars Mm -hmm. versus NFL Hall of Fame guys. Mm -hmm. And Hall of Fame guys all wear these gold jackets and blah, blah, blah. And among them were Michael Irvin, Bruce Smith. Yes. And so uh, I think I can tell you that they made it to the the last round where you have to do the one-on-one with Steve Harvey. Bruce Smith easily became a meme that night (laughs) with one of his answers. It was just so out there, Uh so terrible, so off the wall that Steve Harvey had to be bleeped. (laughs) <laughs> he said did That's he sweet. just say did he just say you know something to that effect and it was hilarious mm. because of course it's bruce smith virginia jack hokey great football player and then he becomes this guy who uh well sh- you could probably look it up on twitter had a, t- had a terrible answer yeah i mean it was it was terrible some sometimes people i mean that's the part of the show I like the most is Steve Harvey's reaction to what people say. 
Like I'm never really rooting for a team or anything. I'm just rooting for someone to say something so off the wall that it like cracks him up or makes him speechless or it's yeah, that there's a lot of entertainment value in that. Something we do record. And I think that you're a fan of this too, but we have, we are longtime fans because it just came out last year, but is Songland. Oh yeah. That's a fun show. We love it because it just like, it makes you so happy. People mm-hmm. are so kind and, um, you know, nurturing of these up and coming songwriters. And it's just such a feel good movie. I mean, feel good show. And all of the producers have such great personalities. Like we, we love them all. They're, they're really amazing when you sit there and they bring in, you know, this new songwriter or not even a new one, but just a songwriter who comes in and the producers right in front of your eyes, just go, what if we did, you know, and then they do, they throw down some crazy beat and then they say, and what if we went uh, 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 or something? My mm-hmm. head just explodes with how great it is. I mean, I've got goosebumps on my arm just talking yeah. about it because I'm just so amazed. If you think about um, who they have there, oh gosh, I'm going to blank on their names. Um, Ryan, Shane, and um, Esther. Esther. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are like the best of the best. They are like songwriting gold. Platinum, really. You know, they have amazing... Um, amazing portfolios. It's already like a dream come true for most of these songwriters to even be in the same room with them. Then to work with them one-on-one if they get picked, I, I just love it. I do have to say my favorite ones, last season it only happened once and I think it's only happened once this season, but when the celebrity picks them all. Last year Will I Am did it and it totally blew me away. I was just like, oh my gosh, that's so great. And then this year somebody did it and same thing. I was just like, yay. I mean, it wouldn't be the same show if they did it every single time. Because I don't know how they pick sometimes. But we we really enjoy watching it. (sighs) So we've talked about a lot today. Lots of distractions, puzzles, movies, TV shows, things that we've we've been really enjoying. So we initially said that we were going to say, hey, what are the things that are distracting you from social media? So if you have gotten to the point where social media is no longer your thing, Um, then you don't have to communicate with us if you don't want to. But if you are still on social, let us know what your distractions are. I think that would be kind of fun. I would just say, I encourage you, please tweet at us. And it would just be, it would be like our part of bringing some positivity. And maybe you can help put out the dumpster fire that is Twitter. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) What is our Twitter handle (laughs) if you want to at us? It's at exit 118 underscore NRV. All right. So share with us, please. We'd love to hear from you. Sorry, that was my dog. (laughs) Uh, That'll wrap up this episode of Exit 118. As always, we hope you've enjoyed listening and we appreciate your time with us. Till next time.